The Rebbe's been talking about the kind of the kind of thoughts that are necessary in order for us to sustain an avodas Hashem and not just have a passing uh, feeling of wanting to change, of wanting to grow, but a way of a way of, of attaining a hasmad in our avodas Hashem. So he writes in the bottom of Kufiralov. So you remember last week, the Rebbe was explaining the true meaning of the word Hashkafa. And how one's entire of Hashem depends upon one's Hashkafa, of how one views oneself, of one how looks at the Tachas of his being in this world. So he says, So he says that that part of this hashkafa means for a person to be able to realistically evaluate, to compare our matzav now, what we're, where we're holding now, and the way that a Jew is supposed to be, the way that we can be. Because the way it seems when we learn Tanakh, that there was a time when the Vu and prophecy was not something which was extraordinary. It's, it's always extraordinary, but it wasn't something which was uncommon. It wasn't the Chiddush. Therefore, we find in Shokan that when Hashem wanted to tell Manoach and his wife about the about the uh, upcoming birth of Shimshon, they were not told in a dream, and what they were not told in some sort of a baskol, another means of of divine inspiration. He was why those other why those other less direct means if a malach could be sent, if an angel could be sent. And if one time wasn't enough, then a malach was sent a second time. Manoach and his wife, as you know, were not by any means Gedolei Yisrael. They were not great. They were not uh, great leaders of uh, of our people. They were not great tzaddikim at that time. They weren't seen as as unusual people. But they were Yidden. They were Jews. And they were part of a holy people. And by virtue of that fact, that they're part of the Anshe Kaidish, that they're Jews, by virtue of that alone, despite the fact that they didn't have, they were not considered that time to be Gedali Yisrael. They were able to, they were able to see and to speak with a Malach, as a person would speak with a friend. 
This one's asking, it's answering. If that would happen to any of us, that a malach would appear and start to talk about uh, about a baby you're going to have, we, we would it, it would uh, we'd have a shriya sakayla. We wouldn't know what to do with that. We we would be destroyed by such an experience. We wouldn't be we're totally unprepared for that. Shol hamalach, shalo hayanavi. Shol hamalach was not a navi. Vodherim shemalach before he became king. Bein lahakas neviim. As you remember, when he when he was in the company when he was in the company of Nevi'im, when he was in the company of prophets, he also said Nevur. Lohu bilvad, and not only was Shol able to be to, to be menabe to be able to say Nevur, elagam shluchav sheshalach lirdof is David Hamelach, but also also. The the shlichim that he sent to chase after David Hamelach, Kishabo l'Shmuel Hanavi, v'Salmidav b'nei Hanaviim. When they came to Shmuel Hanavi and the other Talmidim who were the b'nei Hanaviim, Shmuel Hanavi had had Neviim in training, and there were b'nei Neviim there. There was a whole, there was a whole mismedrash of Nevi'im. Then Gamalayim Haisaruach. Then these shluchim, these messengers who were sent, and who are these? These were people who were sent to. These were people who were sent to kill David Amalekh. So they also had, they also had the ability. They also had nevuah. And it seems that it's not only for the purpose of saving Dharma's life that Hashem that Hashem um, gave them this ability to experience Ruach Navuah. As the Mepharshim say, that if it was just a question, a practical question of saving the life of David, you didn't have to take, you didn't have to take uh, a, a, a bunch of people who we might have thought by reading the Navi were just a bunch of like uh, thugs and transform them into Nevi'im. Hashem had, there are many other ways that Hashem's Baruch could have saved David and Melech, something could have happened along the way and so on. As we know that Chazal has told us in many places that Hashem is Baruch directs the world in such a way where the Chachila, he does not reveal his presence with miracles with Nisim. A nice is not, unless it's absolutely necessary. What we see is that in those days it was so Pashat to take a Yid and to make him into a Navi. That means that, that means that, as the Rebbe explains, that it seems that regular Jews in those days, regular Jews, had the qualifications, had the qualifications that are listed in the Rambam and Hilchas Yisaitei Torah, the qualifications to be able to be Navim. Avki Yisraelim shemizrachakim 
So even though it's true that even in those days when a Jew would be among those who were very connected to the physical world and when they were far removed from what, when they were Misrachik from the Mokar, from the source, Misgashmen, they also would be Misgashen. But we see that the, that, that the moment, the moment that in those days that a, that a Jew would join up with a group of Nevi'im, the experience was such that all that he was, all that he was connected to in the physical world moments before was, com- was completely and totally, uh, uh, eliminated from his, from his consciousness. And when he was with Nevi'im, he became caught up in, in, in the Darche Henevur. That means that there was, that, that even a common Jew in those days was living in a state of readiness to experience Nevur. And Shol HaMelech also was able to say Nevur the entire night. And even the surprise of Agam Shol Ben Hanaviyam, the surprise is Shol also Navi. But it wasn't anything that, that, it wasn't anything that was astounding in the eyes of people. Chazal say that that there were Nevi'im Hainu Meya Ve'ezra Mribay Nevi'im that there were in those days that there were 1,200,000 Nevi'im how you be so and yet we're talking about a, a people that had over a million Nevi'im and and they're not listed by name, and there's no discussion of this. The rule is that only Nevua that was necessary for all future generations would actually be recorded in Tanakh, was written. And Nevua that was not necessary for future generations, and in the Medrash Shira Shirim, we're told, The Medrash Shira Shirim says that this <coughs> incredible amount of Nevi'im was in the generation of Elia Novi himself, just Elia Novi's generation, this amazing amount of Nevi'im. It doesn't mean all the, it doesn't mean the cumulative sum total of all prophets who ever lived. It means that in the days of Eliyahu Navi, there were, there were over a million Nevi'im. Ve'im came. Ma ben ha-Nevi'im l'shar ha'am. So then what's, what was the difference between a Navi and the rest of the people? Ha-Tshuvi, he... So then, if it seems that Navu was was rolling in the streets, and and every and every second person was a navi, had the koch of Navu, then what made a navi, the person who was designated as a navi, 
unusual, it made him different. So the Rebbe explains, Shahiyatamid Navi. The Navi lived always as a Navi. Umadregis Nivosa Haisi Yisera Habi Alev, and also, so besides the fact that he was different always, that doesn't mean that he was always saying Nivu, but it meant that he was always in that, he was always in that, on that unbelievable Madrega, where at any second Nivua could, Nivua could uh, reappear. In addition to that, the Madrega of Nivua, of a Navi, was certainly greater than these million people that were walking around. Lamashal Kumai Ata, just like now. Yeshnam Sadikim, Shahim Tamid Sadikim, Ayvde Hashem, Bemidim Ruba Kol Echel of Yimadrigasa. So there are Sadikim, Ayvde Hashem, on a great level, each one according to his Madrega. That live in that, that, that live in that state of sitkus always. Every single gesture, every single word, every single thought is that of a tzaddik. Aval, however, gam called ishi Yisrael, lo yimalish, lo tiyaba, But still we see that every single Jew, every single Ben Yisrael has a certain part of his life where he's a tzaddik. There's a certain Indian in his life. And in that Indian, he's a tzaddik. And there's a certain avoid that he has, which is the avoid of a tzaddik. Ve'im tamid al kol panim lefamim. And if it wasn't, and if it wasn't always, then, and if it's not always that 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 a yid can, let's say, excel in that particular, be a tzaddik in that Indian. This person is a tzaddik in 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 tzedakah. This person is a tzaddik in 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 uh, in tefillahs. A tzaddik in chesadim. What? And if it's not all the time, it's just lefamim. It's sometimes. V'im loy gedolik hisidkas hatzaddik. And even though it's true, it's not all of the time. Sometimes he has lapses, and even in that Indian that he excels, he's not always, he's not always on. And even when he is, it's not on that madrega of the tzaddik. Still, he has his, he has his, uh, his, his moments. So it was in those days with the with prophecy. The forty-eight neviim, Chazal say, those forty-eight neviim that are famous, who we know from Tanakh, so they rose to the level of great neviim. They were Nevi'im Tmidi'im. They were constantly, they lived in that state of Nevo'ah, always. K'mayshama HaKosov, Novi L'goyim Nesatiha. Aval Nevo'ah promised Le'ezat Sayrach, however. When it came to a sudden Nevo'ah, when it was necessary, Kigon, for instance, B'manoach V'yishto, with Manoach and his wife, or when, or when that regular Jew, so to speak, in those days, would be amongst Nevi'im, 
Gam kol ish Yisrael hayoyochel iskais. It's mind-boggling. Then every Jew is able to be zaycha. Kelo b'nei Yisrael malafonim yukrayvim al Hashem. Because in those days we lived in that state of closeness to Hashem. Varubas hashamayim psuchim hayu, and the heavens were open. Uvachol tzarech diber ha'avim bonav, and when it was necessary, the father spoke to his sons. So the Rebbe says, "B'matzav rom v'kadosh kazeh hayinu az." In that holy and exalted state, we lived then. That was how we were then. And how is our matzav? What is our matzav like now? Yoroid yoradnu. The yorida, how we've gone down. Nitan tamnu v'nisrachaknu. We've become dulled and far. Mitchila poska hanavua. In the beginning, it was nevua. It was that high level of nevua that left us. Vachareha and. Eventually, Gam Ruach HaKadosh, lower levels of, of Ruach HaKadosh, left the Jewish people as well. V'ata and now, Magidoy Lohazuvah, Umar Rav And now the abandonment is terrible, and the concealment is great. Ad Shafilu Lohayra Ezenit Seichel Hazayrus to the point that forget about Ruach HaKadosh, forget about Nevoah, just to try to somehow ignite a spark of, 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 of what? Of, of Ahavaz Hashem, of Yus Hashem, of a, of a true desire to, 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 to daven a little bit, to do a mitzvah, to learn a little bit. Even a tiny little spark of Islavus, of excitement. Which is only a very, very tiny little spark of a spark of a spark of what it was meant to have in the prophecy. How much person has to work just to have a little bit of his, of a what? A little bit of his iris, a little spark of his iris, how much a person has to work just to get that. To, how much you have to learn, how many, how many hachonis you have to make, and how many years and to go and to, to run around the entire world looking for, for you know, for, for a tish, for a shabbaton, for a ni'ilah, for a tzaddik, for something. You know, for, to, to hear a niggin, something, to have a little bit, of, just to get a little bit of hisiris, that maybe, maybe to shake off for a minute some of the, some of the dust that's accumulated over the, over the centuries. And that's an incisive and incites a spark of a spark to get a little bit of a service what we have to do now. How much yagia struggling and how much work is required just to experience a little bit of a of a rutzen to be a Jew. We could sit year after year hearing talks and hearing Tyra and learning things in the Swarm on, on, on an Indian and we can't find his iris to change. And when finally it comes to Yom Kippur and a person is the whole Elul HaRosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur is working, he's working to be able to somehow to somehow change a little bit 
to at least that the sorrow should be oila the ilanis that at least a little bit that that there should be something a little bit that the tree should begin to grow a little bit of tulbishvat and all those years just to have a little hisnaisitzis and in the time of Eliyahu there are a million people walking around that one minute they could be on the farm like in the days of in the days of the Shalftim, so Shimshin's parents can be working can be working tending to a flock, working on a farm, and there's a group of Navim that are walking by in their in their white robes, and they're Isaac and Navur, and Ayid Ayid goes and, and 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 would join, let's say, would join to be part of the Navim, and would have such a hysteris where the entire world was absolutely meaningless, and then they would then that Ruach and Navur would, would would fill him, and he would stay in the void. It's a hassle that you think. It happened when, when Elisha met Elio, and Elio says, "What did I do to you? What did I do? I didn't." I didn't can you imagine Eli- Elio didn't didn't uh, show him any uh, slides about you know the showing the cell or something, or any gematrias or any codes. Didn't. She says, what did, so Elio says, what did I do to you? Self goes self. What happened to you? And Elisha, what was, who was Elisha? Elisha was a farmer. This is the way, this was the way the Klai Yisrael lived. Rebbe says now, Novi on the right Simlasis Memcha. He says, now don't get nervous. I'm not coming to try to make you into a Novi. And not even to make you to Ruach HaKadosh. It's a very rough, you know, right away. But how filthy and disgusting is the prince. Who sent into a, into a, into a filthy, disgusting attic. The Yorid Lias Megusham Umishailo. And in that place of ugliness, he's experienced such a Yerida to become himself, Chasosholon, to become a Megusham, coarse and unrefined in the Mishailo. Shall call upon him in a Doiglatz, Mo'adkedekach. That the person doesn't even, doesn't even worry about himself, doesn't even think about where is he holding in a Vodis Hashem. Venim is gagea loshev matzova harishni. He doesn't even have gagum. He doesn't even have a longing. Doesn't even miss. Doesn't even have a cheshit to come back to his to his original matzav. El zakus nafshet to come back to to a way of being pure. Vis karvusol aviv to being close to his father. He's just given up. Just give it up, give it up, and he rolls around in the mud. Hashkafoso ha'adina, hashkafas ben melech shenistan el hashkafa bezuya. This is the meaning of hashkafa. Not hashkafa. How one looks at oneself, one's perspective. When the Baal Shem Hakadosh said that if a Jew would see himself as a ben melech, he would never sin. Meaning, if we would have a real Torah hashkafa. You know how they, that's, they, everybody advertises now. Every yeshiva is going to, every place you go, everybody has a, the, the true Torah Hashkafa. If we would have a real Torah Hashkafa, which is you're a Ben Melech, 
the side of Ashkaf of a Jew is that you're that you're Ben Melech. That the that the that the Melech Malchem is your father. So Basham Akhada says then you wouldn't need all the Musa and all the and all the Shmuz and all the Shiurim and all the screaming and yelling. If a person would remember that he's a Ben Melech. That's the Hashkaf of a Jew. When they in those days he says a Yid saw himself as being a Navi. Betsim he's a Navi. So right now he's on the farm. Right now he was tending to the sheep. But that's him. He's a he's a ben navi. He's a navi, and that's why and that's why in a moment, in a moment, when he'd be among other neviim, or if it was necessary, there would be that there would be that that return to the to to darche and nevuah to the way of the of nevuah, to be able to experience nevuah to speak to a malach, to speak to a malach, and 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 for us. Facing facing a tzaddik, facing an elachiyid, is a painful experience. This this is the beginning. The Rebbe says of becoming a Jew is having this hashkaf of being a ben melech. He says shemabit. He says shemabit alas malikal ben melech zach v'tayv. When a Jew stops seeing himself as a Ben Melech who's pure and who's good, who's refined and noble, Rakal a person, as I mentioned last week, so you have a person year after year he goes he goes to work, and when he's at work he's among people who are using words who are talking about things in a very very coarse way, for whom relationships and intimacy are. Are forms of of obscenity, and to express such matters in the most vulgar way, and you could have a yid who's who keeps mitzvahs, and he also talks like a a magushim a mezoyim. He picks up the, these he picks up these habits and these the, these ways of speaking and a way of dressing to be careless of how he dresses, and what they call now casual wear. To be casual and everything about the person, he becomes a casual person. I don't know what that means exactly, but he's not on guard. I guess casual doesn't mean that the person doesn't want us to be relaxed. My wife remembers when she was a little girl. She was in she was in camp in Canada. She was out of Canada, and and she was friends with the Hirschbrunk family. You remember of Hirschbrunk? He was a rav of Montreal. He's a yid. Kolotarkul, you know, Bavli, Yushalmi, everything by heart. So my wife says she remembers that, that she was afraid to go into the house, you know. The Hirschbong was there. But they, the kids, like, you know, they went, they went with the kids inside to play. And she went into the house, and her Hirschbong was uh, was uh, was relaxing on the couch. She remembers, like, with his yarmulke like this, lying down with a pillow, and he had a, a, a coffee next to him, and he was reading a Rebekah Vega. <laughs> Rebekah Vega was like this. He was taking it easy. <laughs> he was eating a Rebekah Vega like that. She remembers, it said, you know, she remembers it was Rebekah Vega. It was a little, you need a little break. From the, you know. So, <clears throat> that's casual. That's casual. So to have a hasage. So a person. So what happens? A person doesn't see himself as a ben melech. If the whole week, if the whole week you're hanging around with with uh, with peasants, 
And I mean, peasants who might be, uh, could be peasants who are being paid to, you know, get a quarter of a million dollars. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about stomp peasants. I'm talking about social peasants. <laughs> if you spend the whole week with peasants, it's very hard. Shabbos to be a Ben Melech. And as I mentioned last week, it's very hard after spending a whole day Spending a whole day in such a world, it's very hard to come home and to talk to a wife and to talk to children like a Ben Melech should talk to his family. And if it's hard to talk that way, how much harder it is to think that way? Just to think that way, to think in a normal way. To think in a normal way. And you know, sometimes you, you, you feel like screaming. To, tell, to say, listen, you're not, you're not at work now. You're not at work, take it easy. You're not at work. You're home. You, you, you know, the, the, your wife is Sadiq, you said children are Sadiqim. You're in Shul, I'm a Kulam Sadiqim. You're not at work. To come back to being a Ben Melech is a hard thing. She says, what happens to the person's Hashkafa? Over time, you know, it's hard. Shabbos is only one day of the week. And if your Shabbos is not spent in a real way, God forbid, if the Shabbos is spent some reading newspapers and talking about Narishkeit and, and spending half the time in shul or more smoothing over the Narishkeit that you've been reading on Shabbos or thinking about, so then, so then at some point a person doesn't see himself as a Ben Melech. Because Shabbos, Shabbos is one day out of seven. So if a person's Shabbos is Shabbos, Mamish is really, really Shabbos dick, it's very powerful and it can have an effect upon the entire week to remind you of your hashkaf, of who you are. But if even Shabbos is spent like a peasant, but a nicely dressed peasant, and if even Shabbos is spent reading the materials that peasants read and talking about the things that peasants talk about, and looking at the world through the eyes of a peasant, so then what hope, do, what hope is there for us? What's the tachlis? A person that what's the hashkaf of a person in this world? You walk into the shul. I don't know if anybody here. I'm not pointing any fingers, but to, but to, as a marshal, see, this, there are people they stand in shul chewing gum. I've seen this more than once. People stand in shul like that. I push it. I I can't believe it. And as many times as I, and I've seen it many times. So I'll stand the chewing gum. So maybe Damakavskus, maybe he's a, he's he's a smoker and he has to get over the habit, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I think of these things to try to be Malamaskus because when I see it, it's very hard for me to to, to 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 bear. I can't even take when people chew gum stomach like this. I, I hate gum. But but when it's I, I don't I never chew gum in my life. But but to but to see him sure. Someone standing there sure. I once I once spent a Shabbos in a certain place. So I was going to speak there, and that and Ben not Ben Gabriel, but Chazar the Shatz. There's a person that was that was sitting in a seat with a with a Time magazine, and I saw once I saw somebody walked in here with one of these five towns uh, with the newspaper walked into shul in the in the shul with the five towns newspaper, and I told him afterwards. And I I tried. I think it was a nice mic. I said, you know, I'm never going to let you back in here if you come with that. <laughs> that is, I didn't say it like that. I said, what do you come with? What do you a newspaper? You come with? Well, because it's a, a Jewish newspaper. Because it talks about Jews, therefore you're looking to. What's the hashkof of the year? Can you imagine? 
He's sitting in front of Melech Malach and Hamalachim. He's sitting in front of the king of all kings. Like, can you, you, t- you pull out a reader's digest? We became totally, we became totally lost. We're just totally lost. That someone can stand in, in, in a shul and, and shul comes. It's like it's lo yuuman ki I don't know if you have maybe, uh, maybe did you ever see such a thing? Maybe I'm sure. I saw it more than once. Such a thing. That a person in shul is with a piece of gum in his mouth, or sucking candies, walking around. Mele, he's about tefillah, so you know, about tefillah sometimes, and they think they're chazanim, so then they get crazy. You know, he, he stopped uh, swallowing an egg or something in the middle of Davin. <coughs> That's that guy. I don't blame, you know, chazanim and ironim is a kiyadua. Chazanim have certain, uh, have certain uh, emotional inyanim. So I'm not blaming them. That's that that requires many years of therapy. <laughs> but but it's but it's not regular yidin. They're not just planning to get up for shaykhanad or, or for kaisa. Unless they're walking around with a with a with a sunken candy with a gum, so 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 then someone's gonna you know someone's gonna when when you walk out of here, so one invariably one of you's gonna say to the other one, well he makes a big deal, wasn't a favorite then? Come on, wasn't a favorite? And you both go home thinking, hey you know he's he's got <laughs> he got like carried away. You say that's also that's just the hashkaf was so messed up. And you'll say that then I'm I'm betting on it. There's gonna be one that'll say to the other, hey great gum. There's not enough affairs. He has the spirit of that gun. There are bigger affairs than showing a piece uh, of uh, the. And I'm not saying it's. Uh, I'm talking about the hashkaf of a ben melech. Hashkaf of a ben melech. That's also why I, I I scream so much when the once the weather starts getting warmer about how people dress on Shabbos. Why do I scream at that? Is it an Aveyu? Okay, that already is, you understand, is more of a, that you can make more of a case. For, okay, but still, is it from the bigger Aveyus? Is it from, no, because it, it, it might not be a bigger Aveyu, but it, but it chips away at one's hashkov of how one looks at oneself. That's why. You see, because I believe what the Rebbe is saying is if you, if you look at yourself like a Ben Melach, and you carry yourself in a regal way, then in Mela you're not going to want to do a virus because you don't see yourself as pasnished. It doesn't become a Ben Melech to do a prosta Aveira. But if a person stands in shul chomping on gum, and he walks around on Shabbos in, 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 in shorts and sandals or something, and if he stands on Shabbos throwing around the balls, you say, well, it's not derisive, you get these London. That's not the point. It's the hashkaf of a Ben Melech. How do you explain this to people? The hashkaf of a Ben Melech, what does it mean? That's the Rebbe's talking about. How you look at yourself. How you look at yourself. Many of the things that I talk about, for instance, when it has the sneeze of women. Which, you know, is an Indian kid. You're not supposed to talk about... It's one of those things, you know, that uh, you, can, you can lose your job over. But the Emma's... It, it's not just a question of halacha. Though, of course, the halacha is halacha. It's halacha. Tremendous in Yonim and halacha about how a woman dresses. But it's more than that. Are you a basmalach? What's your hashkafa? How do you look at yourself? What are you dressing? How do you dress like that? What's, how do you see yourself? And you see a woman that's Shema Shabbos and she'll dress, God forbid, like a woman from the street. What's the hashkafa? And there's a holy person and she, and she probably gives a lot of sadaqah. She probably davens sincerely and she's good and allies. But... The hashkaf of a, of a basmalach is different. How do you look at yourself? So after years and years and years of reading of reading Vogue and 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 uh, 
the other magazines and 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 walking around walking around in, in Lord and Taylor and Saks Fifth I don't even know if these stores still exist, but walking around in all these places and years and years of reading fashion magazines and watching shows and 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 uh, television and all these different things. So a person, a woman is ready, she's not a basmalach, so it's not a basmalach. So in her mind, there's no contradiction between keeping Shabbos and dressing like one of the girls in the magazine. There's no contradiction. It's the same thing. I don't know. Like, like, I can't be religious and dress like her? No. You really can't. You really, you really can't. Now, that sounds like a very radical thing. Of course you can keep Shabbos, of course. And, and she has to keep Shabbos, even though she's not dressing properly. About this. When I say religious, I mean, can, the, can your hashkafah really be hashkafah of a basmelech? And, and can you have shi'ifas? Can that person have great longing for, for madragas, for madragas, for, for being an exalted, for being an exalted Jew, for being a great person? This is what he says. Look how Ben Melza, Rakal Magushim Zom Hiboro, Vihokarata, which means, this is his ugliness. And if you and if you and if you're spending a lot of time in the dungeon, what he's talking about in the dungeon, which is filthy, and you and you used to living that way, you might stay like that till 120. You might stay like that till 120. Shumani Umar Atzak. Ruchi Hetikasni al Kain Eshal, which is the Rebbe's way of saying that, listen, I, I, I'm screaming in bitterness, and my spirit is, is causing me, un, I'm oppressed by my spirit, and I'm asking. He's talking to the boys, the generation, the, the new, the new Chavah that's coming up. Miyid Agla Amasha Kiyarad in Layatam. Who's going to worry about God's people and this Yerida that we're experiencing? If not you, if not the Yeshiva Bacham, who's going to worry about this? Bachur Yisrael. Who's going to worry about? Who's going to? Who's going to worry about? Who's going to think about this? Umi Yishafi And if not you, meaning the Yeshiva Bacham, if not you, who's going to? He's going to. Who's going to give themselves over completely to be Abda Hashem? That there should be Jews in the world and to remember what does it mean to be a Yid. Who's going to bring Jews back? Who's, who's going to bring Yidin back to their level of holiness? If not you, who all day long you're free from all work, from all trades, you're just learning all day. I mean, you're still pliable, you're still young, you're still soft. It's not too late. You can still transform your flesh into, into flesh which is holy. You could come to this madriga. You could ignite your spirit into a, into a consuming fire. And your entire essence can be transformed into the pride of Israel. To what the members of the royal court, to the court of the king. 
Why do you look at yourself and every other Jew like some sort of an animal that's just going around looking for food? That's how you look at yourself. Some sort of a chaya. Like an animal goes around all day sniffing and looking. It's all an animal's entire business is just sniffing for panasa. That's all the animal does. All day long he's sending out resumes. That's all a chaya does. All day long he thinks about it. How can I have a, another piece of food? How can I have another another uh, $10,000? Another $100,000? Another, another, another carrot? Another piece of bread? He says, how do you look at, how can you look at yourself and other you like chayas? Baltas, that the whole day is only like Lovakish, don't sit there, how to find food. But when he's not, all day long he's looking for a piece of food. And, 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 the, and, when, he, and when he has the food, and he eats like a chayah, and then what is he doing? And he relaxes like a chayah in his casual wear. And his whole chiyas is to be a chayah. And that's how he lives. And that a yid could be, God forbid, with the hasagas of a chayah, and to be satiated, to be filled, and to live his entire life in such a way with these hasagas of a chayah. Which is what to eat. So now, thank God, if it's not to eat, so then the whole hasagas is to eat. So eating includes right now means to eat out. To eat out. This is another topic, it's not for now, the whole Indian of, of eating out. Which I told you what that meant to my father, eating out, when I asked him. He says, he says Daddy, how come we never eat out? So my father said, you take it to the porch, you supper. <laughs> you want to eat out. That was my father's hashkoth of eating out. Take it to the porch. Eating out. I remember when I asked him that. Because I heard my chaverim, they go once a week to eat out. And it wasn't that my father wouldn't spend the money. He just, what, is, what is that? And you just... Again, I'm not talking about for certain, it's hard certainly people to, nowadays the whole, the whole teva is such that people, the women, that many of them, they don't have the yeshivadas, they don't have the time to prepare, I'm not saying every family has a different situation. But eating out is not just by necessity. Eating out is a, eating out is like a thing. It's a thing. To say this, a person, again, it's one of the most harmless forms of recreation. If the stuff is kosher, maybe it's, it's good. But it's a form of recreation. But it's become a lifestyle also. If you think about it, it's become a lifestyle. You just have to drive through any Jewish neighborhood. It's become it's become a, a, a lifestyle. Can I know it's, it's it's hard to believe. It's partially hard to believe how much how much Jews like to eat. And how it has to be away from home. And I told you this a few weeks ago that I'm always in a spot. How much is Shabbos? When I'm going to take a kid somewhere or pick up one of the children, it's like two hours, three hours after Shabbos. I'm in this spot to see how busy it is on Central Avenue. And, the, and again, I want them to all have panos and everybody to be healthy and well. It's not nervous. I don't have a whole thing about this and like a, a, a relapse into being not from because of what I'm saying or something. <laughs> the book get carried away. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, Passionate about this, and you like I am about thousand film, you understand. But uh, nevertheless, I feel pichin. Guaranteed, fifteen minutes after this man, you can have comments. Fifteen minutes after this man, you don't have to. You don't have to. You, you could. You could. You could thrust on comments. 
on Mitzrayim 15 minutes after Pesach. You can already be back in Mitzrayim. You don't have to worry. And there are signs all over. 15 minutes after the Zaman, a half hour after the Zaman. No one's making the Hachanas. The last day of Yantiv. The Zaman. It's almost the Zaman. <clears throat> and everybody's already lined up for their pizzas. All pizza deprived. Everybody's suffering for a whole week without pizza. So the whole. Again, I'm not talking about it in a way, but the Hashkof is. Uh, what am I. I so the whole thing is Goyish. This whole thing is Goyish. Oh, the whole Indian is lining up for food. It's, unless, God forbid, a person is starving. There are Jews that lined up for food. But not this way. You understand? There's a chilek. The Jews that were lined up for food, now they didn't eat in two days, three days. Not the ones where food's coming out of their ears. And they keep on saying, no, ma, I can't, I can't, ma, please, ma. Especially if it's a mitzvah teeth, like on Shabbos. Most of Shabbos becomes easier to eat. It's interesting also, no? The Shabbos... <coughs> And the union of Achilles Mitzvah. So the whole Hashkaf, it's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong going out to eat, but it's like, oh, you should think. The whole Indian is like this Chavayav, like, you know. And that's how we grew up here, myself, all of I mean, I don't know, maybe some of you not, but uh, it wasn't for my parents, and my parents' house, Bechlal wasn't Shaykh, it wasn't Shaykh. I remember, I remember, that <clears throat> maybe growing up, maybe we went twice, and my father took me, I remember the Gottliebs, you know, Williamsburg, I went because uh, we had to get, we were visiting the relatives, and then I was like, I don't know why we were, I remember, but it was like a, a landmark thing. They went to got pizza? I never had pizza as a child. The Chalamus thing. I only discovered that in high school. In high school, then the, the, the guys would go on Friday, whatever, we'd go play ball, we'd have, but I never had, I never ever, I never had a slice, and the Chalal wasn't shy. And that's in those days when you had in Queens, it was just uh, Shimon's and maybe Naomi also had. And they said, other than that, that we didn't really have, it was only... Now, of course, if a person has a little Dalaramas without film, I mean, without pizza, it's already a whole... It's, it's, it could be got, you know, who knows what he... So, <clears throat> it's the Eilam Shana Nefesh pizza. On all levels of a person, it has to be by this man, it has to be... It has to be uh, has to be nearby, and, 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 and you have to be a person who, who, who has it as much as possible. It's, it's just, I don't shun This is all the Hashkafa, this... Hashkafa, the Hashkafa ben Melech, to occasionally, to, to go somewhere. Okay. But that whole, that whole lifestyle of being out, of going out, of eating out, of being nichus, of being outside the palace of the person's Dalad Amis. It's not from it's not it's not from Al-Zaydis and Bobis. And it's not just because they couldn't afford it. It's not from Al-Zaydis and Bobis. So I'm not going to, I see a regular advertising in the Jewish newspapers already Pesach, so the longer site they already have all the hotels, but you know that's one of my unions. So the whole union of Pesach is also, is, is, is Pesach is already finished, finished, chutz, 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 chutz. Pesach is out. They already advertised last because I think Shavuos came out the weekend maybe. Was it last year? Shavuos was Sunday or Shabbos? Was a, I think Shavuos came out a long Shavuos. So also, they were, it was a big thing, you know, to get away from Shavuos. Why would a Jew go away from this business on Shavuos? Sometimes you have to, whatever. But I'm saying, stop. Why would a person go away from this? These are all hashkofas that are not other than Melech. So the Rebbe is saying, you can go your whole life like this. Lomas are like Tidrash, Mimcha Gadlus. 
What about the demand for greatness? Greatness. But it's tzaddik and markly tindach really sacked and someone and so in other words, you feel that you you feel that you did your best because you didn't hurt anybody today. There's no such thing. That's not a Jewish hashkafa. I didn't harm anybody. I'm not bothering anybody. What I'm doing doesn't harm anyone. I'm I didn't. And what? That's already that's your mind. In other words, what's what's the tachlis in your life? The tachlis of my life is not to hurt anybody. Okay, that's a good place to start. But that's that's your hashkafa. You're not a you're, you're not uh, you're not a, a <laughs> You're not someone that's that's ready to that's ready to hurt anybody. You don't steal. You don't kill. You don't. Fine. It's all good. But that's 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 your husband of where you're holding of who you are. That's your hashkafa. Ermol and Ashcha. Look how doshes me bevakish shemani. Bevakish asher kvara yeshuv yiyeh. listen. Tell yourself this. That that. We're not talking about anything, anything strange or anything new. We're talking about returning to who you really are. I'll tell you with to return to the pureness of our, of our, of our, of our bodies and our souls. And to return to our Father. Hashkifa Bochi Yisrael. He says, Hashkifa. Take a look, Bochi Yisrael. Hashkifa, but Hashkifa means with a, in a, in a, in a great way, in a big way to take a look. Alzoyah to Pharisee Israel the splendor and the glory of the Jewish people. Vlatsmusam etzem ashamayim latoyah that we're nevi'im, we're b'nei nevi'im. We're as pure as the skies. Hashem ulfanim is how we used to be and what, what, what the Madragas that Klai Yisrael was used to all the years. The Siddhat, and you should worry, Al-Tashka, Sayyidu Hanayra, after the horrible, about the horrible darkness. Worry and have a shtoikikus to serve Hashem. Worship to return lalois to rise up. Just a little bit. Not to be in the cellar, in the dungeon your whole life. To be magushim. Okay, we can't live in that constant state of sitkas of nevius. But at least, at least, Shabbos should be Shabbos. A yontiv should be a yontiv. A minchamarav should be minchamarav. A betchik should be a benching. A brachik should be a brachik. This man and this man. Tishot tishtafik v'siyach keinz et tishatik. And fill yourself and cover yourself and wrap yourself in this kind of a tefillah. Ana Hashem. Say, please, Rabbi Shalom. Ma'olam atavinu, you are always our father. Ana Banachin, you are always your children. And he says that since the time that we came out of the womb of our mother, <coughs> the sorrows are unbelievable and the bitterness and the suffering is so hard. To be separate from you. Each and every one of us is prepared to give up our life for you. We're ready to die for your sake as Jews. Even the smallest little shepherd, the little, the smallest little lamb, the smallest little yid. We've proven to you that even the smallest little Jew is prepared to stick out his neck to be killed on Kiddush Hashem. For your sake. And chase the Mike Day Ace says Rafunu. This is before the war. There's no end to the to the furnaces of fire that have burned Jews. There's no way to understand, to comprehend the sorrows of Klai Yisrael. 
Asmidit in our constant, we must recall Yimei Chayenu all of our lives, have mighty senses, the Shad Chayenu that suck out from us. What the, the, the vigor of life, the moisture of life. Obishvil can it's only for your sake to be Jews. Ochadei for the apartment, just so that you shouldn't be separated from you. As our Kolbiya Hava, the Simcha Makav, we accept all of this suffering, what? With love and with joy. Kain Anu. And I also am like this. So I am now. And I will always be this way. I will love you, Alki, but my father, my king. Let's be fair. If we're talking about the way it used to be, let's be honest. You always were always there for us. You were leading us. We saw eye to eye. We saw the presence of the Shechina. You spoke to us in a loving way like a father with his son. And it was so good then. Not now, it's not this way anymore. Because of our sins, you've retreated to heaven, you've disappeared from our lives. We don't see you anymore. We don't hear from you anymore. As a Shemaim Ba'adchas Agartim, you've shut, you've closed up the heavens behind you. And you roya vein Shemaim, there's no one who sees and no one who hears. Le'en Nadavim V'loi Aina, there's no one who speaks, there's no one who listens. Le'en Novi V'loi Chayza, there's no Nevi'im, there's no visionaries. So, Ona Hashem, please Hashem, I beg you. Amina Tashta is Ma'atat Sayin. So, for whom, in whose hands have you left the remnant of your flock? Shayus Yisrael, the remnant of the Jewish people. The Midbush Mamakazah, you've left us in a in a wasteland, in a desolate wasteland. Maziki Hagufa Nefesh, a place that, that that destroys the body and the soul. Who you left us with? What are we supposed to do? my father in heaven, my soul is in terror and fear of being without you even for a moment. Karev Aysanu, draw us near to you. Vis Karev when you come near to us, Kamei Oz, the way that it used to be. <coughs> this, the Rebbe says, is just an example of a, of a tefillah, of a Jew. That he says that a Jew should have this type of a tefillah on his lips. And he should live with this kind of a hashkafa, this kind of a tefillah. So that, the Rebbe says, this is, this is the beginning, this is the beginning, the beginning of having the hashkafa of a Ben Melech. To always be able to bring yourself back even though you're at work, you're here, you're there, but to bring yourself back and to be amongst the Nevi'im and to remember that you're a Ben Navi and to have that Hashkafa and Mela the way that you are at work and the way that you are when you're on vacation will all be the way that a Ben Melech, the way that, a, that befits a Ben Navi, the way that a person who's a Ben Navi talks and dresses and acts and thinks and to be the kind of a father and to be the kind of a, to be a husband, to be a friend that's a Ben Melech, that's a Ben Navi. And that's the beginning that's Hashkofa, that's the beginning of the Hashkofa of a Ben Yisrael. Well, Hashem's Bosh should help us, that, that, we should, that we should understand this and that we should begin to live this way.